I'm making you guys a theme song. <laughs> working classy, working classy. Get off your butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Working classy, nice and sassy. <laughs> You know you gotta do some work. <laughs> now you can now you can do your intro. Oh my god. Hello, welcome to working class. <laughs> oh my god, we're totally leading with that. That's great. Hello, welcome to working classy. A show about creativity, productivity, doing what you love, and making money. We're your hosts. I'm Isabel Lee. And I'm Laurel Hachinova. Welcome to episode 20. We're following the theme, working in a pandemic. And today we're having a conversation with musician and producer and so much more, Lacan. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> joining <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How is everybody doing? Surviving. Okay. That was two very different right. answers. <laughs> the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm great. I'm, I'm alive still. Still alive. Depends on the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As of late, I've been really overwhelmed with all the things that I have to do. And that's just happenstance. It has nothing to do with the pandemic. <laughs> nothing at all? Not really. Because I'm still going crazy. to work. So like, I don't feel the hold up uh, way that a lot of other people feel where they're like, oh, I can't do anything. Oh, I did get true, a walk yeah. today, though, for the first time in like two months. Mm. So <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. How about you? How are you feeling? I'm doing pretty good, actually. I've realized that I really like isolating at home. <laughs> I, I really like working from home. So prior to the pandemic, I'd been going into an office and then sometimes working from home, but it's hard to sort of like change up that flow back and forth because mm -hmm. I'll get into a groove being at the office and like being around other people and expecting interruptions and stuff. And then on Fridays, when which were my work from home days, it would be like, okay, I'm by myself. I just kind of have to keep myself on track now. I don't have any meetings, to, you know, to, to attend. And so it was a little bit more like my struggle on Fridays was just keeping my brain on track. Mm -hmm. uh, but now that I'm working from home all the time, it's like, I know what I'm doing. I know what my schedule is. I have a better sense of control about all of it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Lacan? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Fantastic. Nice. Wow. Doing great. Okay. I love these. All right. So I am naturally more of a homebody type of human. And so nothing really much has changed since I produce music. It's like for the past three years, I've just been in my home studio for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like not going outside and ordering everything from like Uber Eats and Amazon, you know, like now or Prime, whatever, Market Fresh. Yeah, yeah. So it hasn't changed other than the choice to be able to go outside and, like, see my, my homies, you know? Um, yeah. Which, that, that's really the only part that I miss is, like, being able to choose that, you know, because most of my friends here in L.A. anyway have, have kids. So it's like, you know, I, I'm not going to go see them. Like, <laughs> you know, in case I'm, I'm carrying something or whatever. Right, like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. do that. But um, it's been very very productive mm, yeah great. You. you mean like now that you're stuck at home you've been more productive oh yeah there's been a, a bigger call for what i do mm, mm -hmm. right now which is which is pretty great that's cool yeah so let's get into some of the stuff that you've been doing lately you you dropped a video yeah it was really cool easier is a great song thank you 
you've been doing a lot of creative work lately. Yeah, yeah. No, the the video was was interesting actually because this is actually kind of funny. But since I've been quote unquote isolating for way longer than most people <laughs> have been, I made that video like six months ago. Oh, what? Yeah. Dang. And then I dropped it. I was like, wow, for some reason, this is like the perfect time to yeah. drop this video because it's like so timely, you know. But um, as far as like work goes, I've been getting a lot more kind of like submission type stuff and, and mixing. I'm I'm currently mixing an album for the super talented um, musician from um, Michigan, actually. Her name is Marcella. And she's cool. sick. Like her vocals are just, oh, God, I want to share her music so bad. But yeah, I can't yeah. leak it. Yeah, it's yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Which is funny because she used to be kind of like my mentee, you know, because I used to lead junior youth groups and we used to do like rap workshops and, and songwriting workshops for kids all the way up to like 18 years old, whatever. Right. Yeah. And she was in that one of the groups in Arizona that we were, you know, hosting these workshops for. And I was like, dang, this girl's voice is nuts. Oh, now, even back then? <laughs> yo. That's cool. And her, and she has songwriting chops, which is mm. which is great. You know what I mean? Does she so, play instruments? Oh yeah, she plays the piano and mm-hmm. she plays the guitar. Yeah, and nice. she also produces her own stuff. What? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, but um, so I don't have to do much. Like the point <laughs> is that like it makes a mixer's job way easier. So. so since we're in a weird time right now, like what are you guys thinking about in terms of release date? So it's funny. This album that we're working on now, she's going to release it at a later date, but we're we're kind of in a rush right now for it because she's it's for a school project of hers. What? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, you know, I don't know many people that know your sound more than I do or better than I do, so I'm just I'm just going to mix it and then we're going to release it later on, hopefully this year probably maybe like october or something like that because it's definitely more of a fall winter kind yeah. of feeling album mm. but I, I definitely want to like produce this person's <laughs> life yeah i just want to be there i want to be on the on the ground floor yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean because there's gonna be some we did we just did something together yesterday hmm. for you know the whole like facebook thing that that i do and it was like <sighs> I don't I don't want to sell the song. <laughs> <laughs> Almost don't want to, but I will. Yeah. Money. But <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, no. I definitely want to talk to her more about how to release it and what and through what avenues I guess to do that. Cuz there's a bunch right now. Like the music industry has completely changed from like 10 years ago or even 5 years uh, ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. So what's what's your approach now then? So you've been in the music business for a long time like as a songwriter and then also as a producer and what have you seen along the way and how has that changed the way that you approach it today? So when I was younger it was it was really difficult to approach larger labels and and that's really the big change is that like everybody has the, now you know the tools to be able to reach out to those people if they want. But it's it's pretty dope that that's a, a thing right now. But what's interesting is that now people are looking at viewer counts or like follower counts as a way of confirming this person's like ability or, you know what I mean? Like if they have any vibe and it's it's kind of weird in, in a bad way <laughs> uh, because right. one, like with meme culture, people are just going to share bad stuff. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's just a thing. But also. There's a lot of people who are actually good that are being like looked over. 
because of follower count. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how fair is that your talent and your capability versus what you do socially to attract right. people? Like, what are the boundaries? I don't know. It's it's really it's really odd. Like, I have to, I, I find that I have to say yes to a lot of things mm-hmm. um, in order to kind of get any attention on, on stuff that I'm doing. Even things that, like, can potentially, like, lose a revenue stream just to kind of promote one thing. So, for example, like, all right, so I have a video that I sang this song was it changes oh yeah that one blew up Jeez. yeah that one that one yeah. it's something right now like the viewer count on on that one on my youtube page is like 15 grand right which is like it's or 16 seven, grand. i i looked at it today it was 17 all right so it's 17 yeah. grand on that one right <laughs> yeah but because i had said yes to another site to upload that video their video of it has a hundred and fifty thousand views on it or more i think right like the last time i looked at it which was like a month ago it was at a hundred and fifty thousand views meanwhile <laughs> you know what i mean the actual right. well it amounted to a couple of things like one it did give me some more likes on facebook but my engagement on my facebook business page is not like it is hmm. on youtube or instagram you know so it's i don't know it's really interesting would you not have done that then? Like, if you had it to do over, would you? No, I mean it's a cover, so right. I'm not gonna do it to an original song. I don't think. Yeah. yeah Just yeah, learning from sense. it, it didn't feel worth it. You know, you could lose a potential revenue stream, and and by by that I mean when you monetize videos, say on YouTube or even Facebook now has monetization options now for larger creators, and if you monetize something and then a huge chunk of those views go to another channel right like what does that do for you yeah <laughs> really, yeah you know um but that leads to a whole nother discussion of like exposure vers- versus immediate pay so i don't know it's, it's it's pretty interesting it's that give and take that i was <laughs> talking about earlier you know i, I tell younger artists that i work with now because there's a few of them that i you know i'm a, a still a, a mentor for and what i tell them is that like you have to do this now while you're young. Mm. It doesn't mean that you can't do it later when you're older, but like the more time you spend on it now versus later, the yeah. faster your business will grow. You know mm. what I mean? Like if I'd started doing this thing when I was like, I don't know, 18, 19, whatever, when I was, you know, still fit and beautiful, like <laughs> <laughs> like I would have gotten to a, like a higher plateau. Mm. But then again, that's like maybe, you know, maybe, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. but now is like, a definite like if you do this now there's gonna be some some progress later for sure yeah i mean like i think that like if you're thinking about doing something if you're thinking about doing a podcast if you're thinking about making an album if you're thinking about upping your game on like photography or videography or or whatever it is that you find passion for do it now because especially with the times that we're looking at it's become very kind of obvious that like uh, and, and people are more keen to understand that like time is so limited and we have no time to waste on like shoulda coulda wouldas or like what could be you know what i mean like it's it, we just need to do it and the tools that are available now are just incredible oh, you know so like powerful. you were talking about you know if you had started this when you were like 18 or or earlier you know and it's like think about what it was like when we were 18 I think at most what at the time you had MySpace and YouTube and they were still both fairly fresh like the things that you're given now the tools the abilities 
it's insane. You can get on a million different platforms if you really wanted to. I'm sure most of them are pointless, but (laughs) I'm sure you could actually, if you wanted to have a presence, you could. No, it's fantastic right now. You know, the dream used to be that um, to be able to work or work in an actual studio, right? Because there was so few tools made for like prosumer the prosumer market it was so limited that an average person won't just go and spend you know 15 grand whatever to like get bare minimum stuff whereas now you know if you have a mac right you can get logic pro 10 uh with all of its features for 200 bucks you can get you know whole suites of plugins for like you know what i mean for around the same amount (laughs) you know what i mean why do you think that is coming from your background of when things were super limited and only for professionals, quote unquote, you know, right. like, why do you think it has become more accessible? Well, the technology has caught up, right? The technology is, has become more user friendly. And then also with the, with the uh, internet, the way that it is now, no, it's no longer necessary for people to have hardware units. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. not, you're, you don't have to buy so much hardware. Um, you can, I do, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but like you can literally run everything on a MacBook. Um, and so that becomes, it becomes cheaper because of that. Do you get what I mean? And there's so mm-hmm. many, com- there's so many people competing um, in that, in those, in these very kind of specific markets that like they have to, they have to lower the price. <laughs> Yeah, in order to compete. And so, you know, you can use GarageBand and get right. studio quality audio. Like the biggest creator on, on YouTube, well, one of the bigger vloggers on YouTube, he's not the biggest, but um, definitely a huge creator on YouTube was is Casey Neistat, right? Mm-hmm. And Casey ran everything off of iMovie for a long time. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some of his biggest videos were <laughs> edited on iMovie wow. on like one of those uh, those old Macs, the the ones where it's like kind of see through <laughs> in the back, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for the colors. Oh my gosh! Um, so you just have to find a creative way to do things, I guess. You know, that's that's really the 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 challenge now is to do something that's different from everybody else. And I think one of the things that you said before we started recording really holds true, especially right now at this time where everyone has access to everything, which is that because everybody has access to everything, your quality has to be like top notch. Right, right. To me anyways, it's super important. For me right now, all right, so right now, for example, I'm doing a live stream on my Facebook. And, I, you know, because concerts are hard to come by, well, they're not, it's not possible to do a concert right now. (laughs) And so what I opted to do, which is something that my friend JB Echo, who we can talk about for a whole podcast, because this man is like, <laughs> this man's rock and roll history is like ridiculous. All right. But he, he started live streaming and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. You know, because as musicians, we rely so much on people getting together mm. and like the call and response kind of thing, mm. you know, to get engagement and, and get paid ultimately. And so when he started live streaming, I was like, wait. You know, like Twitch gamers get paid off of playing games on Twitch. Uh, uh, I can do that too. Like, there's a a creator, a younger person on uh, on Twitch 
who does music and uh, their name is Cave Town. Uh, and it's definitely bedroom pop. So, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's very nice. It's very kind of vibey, lo-fi-y kind of yeah. sound that they're going for. But they make bank on the live <laughs> streams, right? And so I was like, why can't I do that, right? So I had, I started doing the live stream thing and incorporating a tip jar, right? Mm-hmm. It's like these streams are free for you guys to watch. I will be playing multiple songs, and I hope you guys love them. But if you do and you feel like this is something that you can support, then you know, there's a tip jar. And people started giving money to that. And so yeah. I was like, uh, I can't keep a stream looking like this if people are paying, <laughs> paying money. Let me tidy up a little bit around here. Right, because I was like running stuff on my phone. So I was like, let me figure out a way to incorporate the things that I already have, like the camera that I already have. And class it up a little bit. Right. So I've actually been using this service called Ecamm Live. And it's, it's only for Mac users, unfortunately, at the moment. But, you know, there, there's so much control given to like what you can do, like, I'm able to use the things that I have, like Logic and the interface that I have, which I have a Army Babyface Pro FS. And, like, I can just, like, input that into the computer, and that's, like, what people are hearing. This is what you're hearing me on yeah. right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you and do sound like, like Babyface. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is a Babyface? I don't even remember any Babyface songs. But Which is funny because Babyface doesn't know how to live stream. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible, but, you know, I'm sorry love you guy no but it's it's a really important one like if if you are doing these kind of things online um to be able to kind of give back to like the people that are are supporting you know yeah. by by just upping the quality a little bit you know what i mean invest in your business <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i mean well okay so let's go back to that baby facing again because it feels like live streaming is a different like it's a different set of skills you know oh, than yeah stage performance could you talk about that a little bit it is and it isn't it is because there's no people in front of you yeah but it is because there are people in front of you (laughs) you know what i mean if people are watching then that means you have an audience and so you kind of have to treat that the same way i like to engage people even though i can't hear them i still do call and response stuff for example Mm. so i'm like Oh, there's a part of this song. I have this song called If You Will, which is like a bossa nova tune. And every time I sing that on the stream, I'm like, all right. So I don't know if, you know, the people who are here regularly already know this. But for the people that are new, I do the song called If You Will, which is a bossa nova song. And there's a part in it where I ask people to sing with me. Usually I can't hear you (laughs) on the stream, but it's like, trust me when I say it feels really good to sing aloud. Yeah, <laughs> and so, oh, that's good. You know, I'll, I'll do that kind of thing, and I'll teach them how to sing it, and then and then I'll get into the song, right? So you kind of have to treat it the same way as a concert because at the end of the day, you're working, you know? So you got mm-hmm. to treat it like that. But some people don't. There's a lot of people who also just kind of put their camera on and don't give a care about, like, what people are saying to them. I like to be more kind of interactive type, you know, and there's no obviously there's no right or wrong way to do this because it's such it's such a new thing right have you seen other people's live streams and anything they've done and you go i really like what they did and i want to incorporate that because i feel like you're right you know some people do it really well and some people do just kind of leave the camera yeah i mean there's obviously there's like larger youtube creators right but then there are people who just have like like I, i was talking earlier about my friend jb right he also runs a live stream, and this dude has worked with what Carlos Santana, War. Uh, he's worked with just a bunch of people. He just produced a bunch of records for people. You know what I mean? 
this dude is a monster guitarist and singer and you know what i mean like he's just he's just really good and so what what he what he brings to the table is something that's more kind of knowledge based and just a good hang right so he'll talk about how to play guitar properly on one live stream or tones uh, or different pedals and so I'm, I'm still thinking about what i want to incorporate into my stuff um i know that what i bring to the table is i can i sing in a very specific way <laughs> and people seem to like that specific way so i just do that but i also know that i'm i get very obsessed with learning about how to do things and so maybe i could later on branch out into like a kind of like an educational thing you should totally do a session on that i think that would be yeah. really cool yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I think I will at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I think. <laughs> something to think about. Your Tuesday, Thursday sessions are now, like, you know, <laughs> workshops. Since I don't have anything on Tuesday, Thursday, outside of doing, you know, actual work. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you do have other things to do. Is that why you pivoted away from vlogging as much? Like, was it just eating your time? All right, so there was a time that I was doing daily vlogging, right? Um, and I think... The last conversation that we had, the yeah, the last com- real conversation that w- the three of us have had together, I was still kind of in the midst of that, I think. Mm-hmm. But I did, like, daily vlogging for a while, right? And I say that with an H in front. <laughs> yeah. It was a while. That's, that's how extreme it was, where every day I had to come up with a piece of content, no matter what it was or what it looked like. And being the type of person I am, I don't know, if it didn't look like I progressed a little bit in each video... I felt like I was failing myself and people that were viewing the things that I was doing. And that's that's something that maybe like, you know, since I work in music, I have this, I have a very large sense of, uh, what is that called? Imposter syndrome. Like it's a really big monkey on my back, right? And so I try to do more and more and more every day. And it was good because I learned so much, but it was bad because it was detrimental to like the time that I was spending on like my actual work and also um, sleep. eating (laughs) properly you know and just my health was just degraded i guess you know is is that the Mm. word it was it was just really bad have you looked at like the the difference between the first blog the first vlog that you've done and like your more recent stuff and how much you grew as like a video editor and producer this is actually interesting one to watch if you watch the first vlog and watch it in its entirety and then watch this vlog that I did called Is Daily Uploading Worth It? Mm-hmm. I did a pretty much shot per shot recreation or scene per scene recreation of the things that happened during the first vlog and that vlog. Mm-hmm. And the one, the quality difference, my editing style changed completely. The way things look, just like the, the color, you know, the, the quality of video, the audio, <laughs> just everything about it had completely changed changed like it morphed into something else where it felt more like i was trying to be more cinematic in the newer one yeah mm-hmm. versus the first one where i was just like you know screwing around <laughs> i was just <laughs> like i'm gonna go have ramen with jb i'm gonna make this beat la 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 you know <laughs> like it was it was very kind of loose and open and i was very kind of like very happy presenting in that video mm-hmm. versus the second one being more like more kind of serious and i kind of went more in depth in like my thoughts on daily vlogging and i had a script and you know what i mean it was mm, it was yeah. it was very it was very different um what's the time frame between the two like a year and a half or something like that yeah but the difference is just stark 
if you pull those videos up right now, like it's it's crazy. Yeah, actually. we'll we'll link to both of them in the show yeah. notes for sure. And so you say like your first video, you were maybe happier, and your that one that you're referring to was a lot more serious. Is the difference between being kind of cool and quirky and like being a tryhard? You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. not, that, not that I'm viewing myself as a tryhard uh, very much, <laughs> but like. Uh, the things that come easy to me now are not things that I even were not even in this sphere of in my sphere of thinking, you know. When I first started, you know, doing the daily uploading and and doing the doing the vlogging and things like that, it was not even stuff that I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. So it didn't occupy any space in my brain. Versus now, there's just so much like information just kind of like rammed in there that it feels it feels less stressful because I know how to you know use my system, but it feels more stressful because now I'm thinking about what it looks like um, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> versus before yeah. I was just like, I'm shooting everything on my iPhone. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> here's some background music. La 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 la. Like, like it was very, it was very, uh, it's very loose. The more you try to do something, I, I think the, the higher your stress goes, it depends on really how you take it. I've learned how to deal with it better through like therapy and meditation. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I've also learned how to, like, kind of not compartmentalize, but more, like, delegate time for very specific things. You know, like, right now it's time for me to take care of video stuff. You know, because I'm also now, it's harder for me to upload vlogs now because I'm also working for other companies. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, I'm, like, creating video for music companies. I I shot a a commercial for RME Audio in Germany. And, I, you know, like... I'm doing stuff with with GNL guitars of which I'm an artist, you know. So yeah. like, there 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 are certain things that I have to do. I'm also creating video for Dig Infinity, uh, that's JB's band. I'm doing their vlog, you know. So I'm, it's kind of more separated, even though that it's it's close, but it's it's close enough, mm-hmm. but it's still separated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing more of that. I'm focusing more of that work on like just making making dough at the moment, you know. Which is funny because the whole reason why I started doing the video, and I can't stress this enough, the whole reason why I started doing the video uh, editing stuff and learning how to create video is so I can up my kind of knowledge on, on, on those things. So later on with my music, if I'm working with other people, then I'm able to communicate that what I want clear, clearer with people. Mm. You know, and, and, and as a musician... I can't survive in today's music industry without having a visual aspect of who I am as a person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to learn how to do it. I wanted to know the language. I wanted to, and I'm more kind of a tactile learner. And so I wanted to know what, how a camera feels and how it reacts if I do certain things or how sensitive things are like autofocus and what are the different differences between that. So you know, I could I could say later on like, oh, I want kind of a more contrasty look. If you could just lift the shadows on this like yeah. a little bit, mm-hmm. it would look nicer. You know, and it was something. It's something that I want to be able to do and feel more kind of professional about. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And the the payoff though is that like your initial reasoning was for yourself. Right. Right. For your own learning and understanding, but you have used that. You've pivoted from just being like artist producer to also adding videography 
into right. like your realm of work. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely nice to be able to like just have that in my belt. You know what I mean? It's not something that I like necessarily pull out all the time because I'm definitely a, like if if people are like, oh, you're a musician, what else do you do? Like, right, then I'll yeah. pull that kind of card out. Yeah, yeah. It's the type of work that like I'm not. I don't feel disgruntled at the end of the day. Do you get what I mean? Where it used to be, so I, I was a I was a cook for a very long time. <laughs> a huge chunk of my time, I was cooking in kitchens. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm not grateful for that time, because it definitely gave me um, a work ethic, and it definitely gave me uh, the ability to just, like, keep my head down and, like, do what I need to do. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't happy, you know? Mm-hmm. in the way in the way that i am now um i wasn't i didn't feel fulfilled as a human videography although it's like a side job to me it's something that i know will help just boost my music career which is my forefront right um and it allows me to just keep working on stuff that i want to work on <laughs> mm-hmm. you know uh to the point where now you know, I, I don't necessarily have a person that I have to answer to. I can control kind of my destiny as far as that goes. Yeah, it seems like the key to growing in this industry and maybe like all industries now is just being able to adapt. And it looks like you've just done that continually. Like you've yeah. adapted the things that you work on, the tools that you use, just how you approach your, your audience. Yeah. I appreciate hearing that because, you know, I'm, I'm sure it looks easy to a lot of people on the outside. It always inside me it always feels like kind of a battle you know mm-hmm. of what what i should do or what to do next or what what um what is something that will will help and it's it's a constant kind of how do i say communication within myself like i'm talking to myself constantly yeah. especially now that i don't know <laughs> yes. outside of my roommate that that is not very home, not home very often right? <laughs> it, it's important one to like to kind of just keep track of <laughs> keep track of the progress that you've made um i find it, i find it important important yeah, to keep track sure. of the progress that i've made but also just to keep keep learning you know what i mean like the focus should be growth it's hard not to think about finance but the focus should always be growth yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i mean and the more you grow the more the more all that kind of external stuff will come yeah yeah um and I found that with myself, for sure. Like, when I started this whole music thing, I didn't really, I wasn't really, I was lucky enough to have contacts in the industry um, that used me for for things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that I was that I was able to get paid for and pay my rent and so on. Being able to do stuff for yourself doesn't feel like you're doing anything significant, but it does. It does have, it does have, a, it, 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 it creates significant change for later on. Yeah. Do you do you ever sit back, give yourself that break and look back at it and be like, okay, yeah, I'm Ooh. I'm on the right path. I'm doing what I should be doing. Do you ever what relish is, in it? What is break? <laughs> <laughs> Explain break. For five um, minutes, you know? <laughs> no, no, definitely. I like, you know, if, if I'm having a morning coffee or whatever, I del- deliberately take like an hour or two um, for prayer and meditation and uh, self-affirmation, right? That's cool. I also take into account that I have not stepped in a professional kitchen in three years. Everything is paid for by music. That's right? cool. Man, congratulations. That's, cool. That's a, a milestone. Yeah. So I think taking into account what your what your uh, definition of success is is very important. Because people 
tend to measure success by other people's standards. If you are able to live and you're able to eat and you're able to have a shelter over your head while doing the things that you love to do with the people that you love, that's success to me. You know? like, that's it for mm-hmm. me, not to be like kind of emo-emotional. And it's all because of just working on stuff and yeah. saying yes to yourself. Like It's, it's pretty dope. Yeah, especially compared to, and I've known, I've known you for a very long time at this point. Right. It used to be such a struggle because I knew how talented you were, but you didn't give yourself that like full commitment. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I would. Well, I think I was scared. Right. I was really. Uh, and you dabbled in everything. He's also. Let's just be honest. You were good at literally everything you want to do, which also kind of pisses me <laughs> off. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to do, you're like, let me just draw you something. And you're just like, how the hell did you do that? It looks amazing. What the hell? Let me just whip you up something in the kitchen and it's delicious. And you're just like, how? Yeah. You do everything. It's like, oh, I'm just going to do a little video about this. And then it's this like amazing production with like, oh, shucks. Great color and great. No, it's, it's, uh, I, I attribute that to my obsession. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's always the thing. There's so, there's so many things that like people don't see that I have to do in order to get certain, to get to a certain level on things. You know what I mean? Mm. Like people don't see the hours of work that I put into things that I will never bear fruit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I spent hundreds of hours beatboxing and I'm not doing any of that for anything. I think I incorporated it into one song that I've done mm. and produced recently. You know what I mean? It wasn't even good. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so I, I'm the type of person that likes to try everything. If I find interest in it, then I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but people don't see the hours of work behind that. Like when mm-hmm. I actually finally present it to people, yeah, um, God, it takes so freaking long. <laughs> do you keep it a secret until you think you've gotten it to the point where you can share it, or do you tell people I, actively I I that you're working to. on it? I used to, I used to kind of keep it a secret, um, but now I know. <laughs> now it's like oh yeah this is what i'm working on and this is the, 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 and this is what i'm learning you know but i used to definitely keep keep everything to myself until i'm like until i feel like i'm actually good at it which having yourself kind of as a meter sometimes for things is not it's not good sometimes <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you kind of have to have a sounding board as as social beings i think uh as social animals like we're we're I think won't to be like to have to listen to what other people have to say about things, whether you take it with a grain of salt or not. Right. Like um, if it's actually accurate or not, people will listen, you know, people will listen to what you have to say. And so now I'm more, I'm more open to feedback now than I was for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, cause I used to get super buttered. Yeah. Which is the reason why, like, I didn't do the music thing for a long time. Like, Isabel, there there are people that, like, uh, like Isabel and, and you know, Marco Tawarda, um, was, like, my oldest friend, right, who have constantly been, like, so when are you, when are you creating an album or when are you, when are you working on that song or when are you doing this and when are you doing that, you know? And before, I'm, like, I don't know, maybe at some point, you know, because I didn't feel like I could learn the ability to do it. Yeah. Um, until one day I just kind of, and this is, this is a really weird source to cite. 
But I saw an interview with um, <laughs> I saw an interview with Steve Harvey, and pe- they were asking like, you know, how, how what is the key to success? He's and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said something along the lines of, "You never know until you jump, whether or not you have a parachute." You know, you just just gotta kind of go for it. And I was like, "God damn it!" Like, right. <laughs> yeah. you know, at this point, like at this point in my life, it was weird because I was on tour with. I was singing on tour with Slum Village then. Um, and at the time, I owned a, a couple of a, a restaurants, right? Or I owned one and I co-owned another. Um, but, man, I was, like, so unhappy. And I found myself, while I was on tour, the happiest I've ever been. And it's mm-hmm. kind of a long, convoluted story. But, like, long story short, I found that, like, I was way happier on tour with all the problems that were, one, that would arise during a tour, you know, like having to go somewhere every day with a bunch of dudes, like cramped in like a, a truck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I found myself way happier than, than I had in like the home that I had that was comfortable and you know what I mean? Yeah. I was, I was just so, I felt so alive. And so I was like, I don't need comfort if that's the case. I don't, you know, I just want I just want peace in here yeah. and in here yeah um, and so i did that yeah you you definitely have to follow that feeling when you find it i think yeah and like i think thanks to like all of the encouragement from from friends like like isabella and yourself and marcos and uh it, it made it easier to kind of justify things <laughs> yeah. all right well i'm gonna do it like it seems like people want me to do it um and i want to do it so okay yeah you know you never know what's what's beyond and it's cliche but when when you say things that are cliche they're cliche cliche for a reason right you never know what's beyond the horizon until you freaking go there <laughs> like just go and give yourself time i think people rush to do things too mm. much um and rush to see results all the time give yourself time to, to just be mm-hmm. and like just do it for the joy of doing it and then at some point you'll see some sort of result whether it's a positive or negative result mm. which then you know will confirm you in what you're doing or not you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah and even if it doesn't confirm you it might just indicate that you need to change something about the way that right. you're doing it and you mm-hmm. just learn and keep going right yeah for sure it's you just you just kind of it's kind of do what you know you yolo right God. Oh, God, i hate myself for that oh, i shouldn't have said that but i'm gonna say it again yolo yeah. um no uh you you do you do only live once it's a very obvious point to make but like you know if you want to do something just do it yeah 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 well, maybe this is a good time to switch tracks a little bit and talk about um, your most recent IG post was kind of a, it was a different post and it was more about health stuff. 
but it's it's important especially as creators and especially as people who are stuck at home now you know how are you building a foundation mentally physically emotionally so that you're able to keep working in a really weird time and you know keep yourself going yeah so i've adopted kind of a lifestyle called inter intermittent fasting like I, i'm sure people know about it by now like it's not something that i need to necessarily explain i do an extreme form of it which is called omad which is one meal oh, a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what I incorporate is a lot of water. Mm. So, for example, I have this jug of how many, like, this is like a liter of water. Yeah. I drink like three or four of these a day. I drink a lot of water. I try to exercise in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, which is helped. Uh, what what helps actually with with this is during this quarantine, me and my brother have been doing it together. Oh, cool, over yeah. Over video mm -hmm. chat. Um, so... You know, Josh has been helping me keep fit. You know? Yeah. But I wanted to make that post <laughs> on Instagram recently. I call it my um, Ness from Super Smash Brothers look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I'm dressed like. Yeah. But that that shirt is an Asian large. Nice. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is not something I could have even dreamed of wearing. Not since, like, I was, like, you know, preteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, weight weight loss is just one part of the whole wellness thing, right? Like, you know, you you have to eat better. And by better, you mean I mean like eating more kind of whole foods, and not whole foods the brand, but whole <laughs> right. foods like like more vegetables and more kind of you know less processed things. Um, which as a Filipino person, is hard because spam is delicious. <laughs> oh my gosh! Are just the greatest thing. Um, you know, sorry for all the uh, the vegans and vegetarians listening. Longanisa for breakfast, or like, oh my God. Just like I have oh. longanisa in the fridge right uh, now. Okay. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know what I'm having for, <laughs> I have for your one meal. <laughs> oh, jeez, longanisa and rice and some egg, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all you Ooh. need. But then, you know, incorporate other stuff like bok choy. If you have bok choy, that's great. <laughs> Kale is fantastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Incorporate some grains. Mm -hmm. Fiber is fantastic for you. Yeah. But like, um, and so when I started feeling like I couldn't climb the stairs without huffing and puffing, mm -hmm. when I started feeling like my back was just in mm -hmm. pain. And so I was like, what is, what is my dad doing? Right, because my dad also participates in IF, and so does my brother. Right? Uh, what are they doing that's like making them so like fit? <laughs> they had been talking to me about this for a while, so now so I incorporated it, and now I'm seeing results from it, and and not just like not just in a like look, I'm wearing this shirt type of way, but also in like kind of a happiness type of way. <laughs> you know, just like I feel more emotionally stable, where I have more also energy to work on things and feel less tired and i feel yeah. kind of more engaged in life mm -hmm. versus not you know um i have a ways to go still but it's nice to be able to do that also and have something other to focus something outside of like music work to focus on right because now i can focus on like you know meditation and, and yeah and my fasting and like you know so on and so forth I love the meditation um, and affirmation stuff too. Do you have advice for people who want to get into meditations or like who maybe want to, mm. they like the idea of affirmations, but it feels kind of silly to, you know, like tell yourself you're doing this great. Is, you're... So I have, um, 
I actually have a mirror that's in the hallway behind me. And on that mirror, I have written certain things out that I know are true about myself. Mm. And mm-hmm. some things that are I don't think might be true but can be true later on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at myself in the mirror for a while. And I say the things that are on the mirror, right? Yeah. That's one way of doing it. If you want to get into meditation, it's really, it's hard, but it's really easy at the same time. Uh, you know? That sounds like something someone who meditates would say. <laughs> like it's, it's these two opposites at once. Well, all right. So there, there are things that pull your attention all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people get into meditation, I think people stress out about, it's like, oh, I thought about other things while I was meditating. Ugh. You know, people like get mad or sad about that. When really those thoughts are natural, right? And you just kind of have to imagine them passing by and then get back to the thing that you're doing, which is focusing on the breath in, holding it for a bit, focusing on the breath out, holding that for a bit. And I do that for a while Mm. in the mornings. Like I don't even get out of bed sometimes. I'll just like, I'll just lay there and do that. And and kind of silence with myself, you know? Mm. Um, Before I look at, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't have an alarm clock, which is probably something that I need to do. Um, but I think trying, like, not to have the phone be the first thing that you look at mm. in the morning. Like, I don't look at any of my notifications before I do my meditation prayer stuff. And then, you know, affirming myself, because I've, I've memorized this list of things that I need to t- tell myself, right? Um, it's it, it gets easier. Or it feels easier uh, with time. You just have to be patient. And just focus on the breath in and focus on the breath out. That's yeah. really all it is that, that, that you have to do. Yeah. Oh, so it's hard and it's easy. And yeah. <laughs> I, you nailed it. Yeah. That's great. And now for the tip nugget tip of, of the week. week. Tip, tip Brought week. to you by Lacan. Tip nugget. <laughs> just do. Be you. Lacan. That's great. Yeah, cool. Is Perfect. that enough of? Is that That's the most dramatic tip of the week we've ever had. Just do, be is, you. And it was like four words. Is it nuggety <laughs> enough or what? That was. It is nuggety enough. Yeah. Mega nugget. Mega nugget. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my nickname should be from now on. <laughs> mega nugget. <laughs> Paula, you're being such a mega nugget. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lacan's gonna play us out with a song he wrote during quarantine about quarantine and if you've got questions or ideas about how to take care of yourself and still be creative email us at workingclassyshow at gmail.com or you can find us on instagram and twitter at working underscore classy or facebook.com slash working classy show here we go thanks thanks guys yeah this is um this is dedicated to uh, healthcare workers first, first and foremost. Um, uh, my dad being one of them, um, and essential workers, you know. But it's also for people who are feeling, you know, hopeless, and for people who feel like there's nothing they can do uh, during this time of crisis um, that the world is experiencing right now. So this is dedicated to all of you. <laughs> Thank you.
So for the living, life will go on. Stuck in our homes, it's so hard to move on. Our lives will change. It does rearrange as nature does. But don't you lose heart. Don't you lose love. Don't you lose hope. Fiending for lost human connection feels like we're lost. Looking for direction in this fog of uncertainty. Keep your eyes on the compass and be still. And don't you lose heart. Don't you lose love. Don't you lose hope. Too little for us to complain. Just stay inside, and we might maintain for a while. Keep yourself safe and find things to do throughout your day. And don't you lose heart, don't you lose love, don't you lose hope. Don't you lose heart. Don't you lose love. Don't you lose hope.